What's good, everybody? This is your Daily Shot of Inspiration weekend interview series. I'm Joe Longo. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And because you're here with me today, before we jump into the episode, I'm going to share something that's top secret with you. If you head to my website, inspiredcreatemanifest.com slash MRM, you're going to find a secret page about the manifestation roadmap. So I wrote an ebook with the six-step process to manifest anything you want in your life. You can get the free ebook on that page, but you can also sign up for this very special program that I'm running in the new year. It's a masterclass that's going to run from January 10th through February 7th. Every Tuesday night, we're going to get together in Zoom from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to go through the six-step process. We're going to create the roadmap to your dreams, and I would love for you to join me. If you sign up in between now and Cyber Monday, you're going to save 200 bucks, and you get two 30-minute coaching sessions with me. So head to the website, inspiredcreatemanifest.com slash MRM. Check out all the info. If you have any questions, reach out. This doesn't open up for the normal public. Yeah, those normal people that don't listen to the show until Black Friday. So scoop this up, grab this offer, save 200 bucks, and get two coaching sessions. Let me know if you have any questions. Now, we're going to move in to today's episode. Today, I'm talking with... Lindsay Warnock, or Warnock. Lindsay is a healer, a card reader, a teacher, a podcaster. She does a little bit of everything. And in our chat today, we talk about Lindsay getting kicked out of the Matrix and how the universe tends to listen when we say silly things like, I don't want to do this anymore. The universe usually listens and then pushes us out the door. Also, really fun in this episode... At the end, we each pull some oracle cards. I pull two masculine cards. Lindsay pulls two feminine cards. And it's a good message that comes through. So thank you for being here. Head to the website, inspiredcreatemanifest.com, M-R-M. Check out the Manifestation Roadmap, Mastermind, Masterclass, all kinds of goodness. And be on the lookout for all of the sales that are happening. If you're not on the email list, get on the email list so you can scoop up all of the goodies that are going to be coming at you this week. Thanks for being here. Have a great week. Stay grounded. Stay calm. Allow Thanksgiving to be the best Thanksgiving that you ever had. And happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy today's conversation. All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for being here. This is your Daily Shot of Inspiration weekend interview series. And today I am with Lindsay Vodek. How about that? <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm pronouncing it the right way. But I thought it would be fun to chat with Lindsay. She's going through some stuff, right? Some changes. And I and she's a podcast host. And you heard the intro, so you know all of that stuff. But, but let's chat about who you are, where you are. And I love asking this question. What got you to be... Um, in the woo we'll say right like what when did you realize that there was you know some intuitiveness some healing energy in you when when did all of this happen how much time do we have <laughs> <laughs> we've got um, all day yeah hey uh hey joe thanks so much for having me and you did pronounce it the authentic way warwick uh it's also warwick um but yeah um i have had intuition and spiritual gifts and dreams since I was a kid and I always had a very closeness to uh, this being called Michael learned down the line as I sat in meditation and went to different psychics and card readers to figure out what was going on that that being is my main guide Archangel Michael mm -hmm. so it started yeah, as a kid, I would have dreams and those things would actually come true and happen. And I always had this sixth sense. I believe that all of us have it. It's just mm -hmm. a matter of harnessing that. So that's kind of where it began. But I really got into the woo in 2009. I was in college at Towson University and I needed to complete my degree requirements. And Towson has a fantastic 
dance and movement program and they offered yoga and I had heard about yoga and I was I'm super into fitness I'll try all the things and I started taking yoga class for credits and I absolutely hated it Mm -hmm. because I had to sit with myself I cried every single class I thought the movements I thought it was very challenging and I was going through some dark times Uh Uh, I was a big partier in college and pretty reckless. And I found this sense of inner peace going to yoga classes. I started feeling this sense of forgiveness and gratitude. And it started to become a necessity for me. Mm -hmm. And I started developing my spiritual practice then in 2009. But I do have a background of going to uh, Catholic churches I told this story on my podcast the other day, Uh, actually, when it came time for the confirmation sacrament, my mom was like, hey, if you don't want to do that, you don't have to. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I'm out, because I just had so many questions in CCD about all the things, like Catholic school. I had so many questions. I went to Catholic school as a, a young little babe, too. So I've been all around, I feel like God has been all around me my whole life. It's just making that conscious connection started in 2009 for me. And then it just has progressed since then. That's beautiful. Thanks for sharing. And um, interesting, My I was also raised Catholic until third grade. And then my parents left the Catholic Church and became evangelical Christians. But even though we left the Catholic Church, I still had to have... Holy Communion, and whatever the other thing is, uh, Confirmation. confirmation. And the whole, and (laughs) I love you, Mom, if you're listening. Uh, But the whole idea was, (laughs) I remember my mom saying, you have to be confirmed if you ever want to get married in a church. Right. And that was like the only reason. (laughs) That was the only reason, you know. And I'm like, but you're not even, we're not even Catholic anymore, so what does it matter? But anyway, I, mean, I remember doing that. My brothers um, got me a bicycle as a gift. So that was pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> right. But besides that, you know, it really I liked wasn't. my c- communion party. It was at my uncle's house on a farm, and all these people gave me money, and I wore a white dress. And I remember that. That was fun. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so when you, um, in 2009, when you found this yoga class, also say very similar story. I went to a yoga class and I completely hated it. Like, I was like, I can't do this. This is horrible. Like, I wasn't even in a mind. My mind space was my ego was getting beat up because I couldn't do side planks. And all the ladies in the class were just like, whatever, this is so easy. You know, and here I'm like, what? My ego got so bruised that I'm like, I don't don't ever want to do this again. But luckily, Kundalini teacher showed up and all of the weird stuff happened. So I'm like, all right, I'll do this. I'll do this weird shit. Um, I love Kundalini yoga. Right, and I think kind of that's how maybe we got connected at the beginning of the apocalypse, the, the classes that, is that how I was we doing. Got connect- I took one of your kundalini classes. That's how we got connected. Yeah, and then Virtually. from there, we've just been floating around, floating around. In orbiting. The, <laughs> yeah, or, orbiting in, the, in yeah. the woo. So when we were setting this up, you, you told me that you're in a little bit of a transition, that some things are are shifting. And I'm curious, how does that how does that feel that, that yeah you're in, it literally in the middle of is it an i like the way you said it the matrix kicked you out yes so, so i actually like as we were talking about you know you asked me when i started to be woo i wanted to tell a story that i haven't really told a lot of people and i just feel like sharing it because mm-hmm. i also do a lot of shamanic healing work Uh And I'm coming into my spiritual gift of connecting with the deceased, and that includes animals as well. So I used to, as a kid, I remember, I must have been seven or eight years old. This is kind of creepy, but cool. I Uh found a dead bird, and I felt this bird's soul, and I literally created like a little ceremony for it. And I remember my mom being like, what are you doing? And it just felt so familiar to me. Mm -hmm. to hold sacred ceremony for a being that had crossed over so i'd say that all yeah all of it started when i was a kid i just had to tell that story because it's weird and it's totally me (laughs) yeah that's great when this was happening how was your mom 
Like, how, like, did you tell her, you're like, hey, you know, like open and receptive or more of you should be careful. That might be a sin. <laughs> no, my mom has always been um, open and receptive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I moved to Costa Rica when I was 27. I literally like got rid of my stuff and packed one suitcase and my mom was packing with me and she must have, she was probably the only person who didn't think I was batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. She said that I was the bravest person that she knew because I would always follow my dreams. So I think that she's always known that I have this. It also like my grandmother has the gift on her side. Not uh-huh. the Vortex side, the Zerilli uh-huh. side. Um, the Vortex side is very, very spiritual and religious. Mm-hmm. My mom's sister also has the gift of sight. Like she's seen, you know, deceased loved ones. And my mom has the gift as well. So I think my mom saw that in me too. And she never told me that it was a sin or anything like that. If anything, it, it felt like it was too much for me at times. So I would mm-hmm. like do things like excessively drink or party and just take myself out of me because it just was so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a yeah. lot when we realize that we can connect, right? That we, we, that we and, I, and I know this could sound crazy, but whatever, right? That we can see things or we hear things or we get these intuitive hits. And it could be like, oh, man, like it's great at some times. But then at other times, it's like enough. I, I, I don't want to know anymore. And I, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm going to mm-hmm. check out. And unfortunately, sometimes, you know, as we're doing this, if we don't have, you know, the best people in our life to help support us. <laughs> Right. We do. We tend to like mask and drink too much or smoke too much or, you know, binge watch something because we just don't want that incoming thing. And it's a practice in itself of learning how to control these gifts when we realize that we actually have them. And for everybody listening, we all have them. Right. Mm -hmm. I think same for me. My mom is very intuitive and was, you know, was never not supportive. It's like I I never really went up to my mom like, hey, what are you feeling? Are you feeling this one time? I called my mom. It was Christmas Eve, right before the 2011, the really big tsunami, 2011, the one that happened mm. around Christmas. I don't remember mm-hmm. what, what year it was. I'm bad but, with numbers and time. <laughs> <laughs> but I had this feeling like I knew something was going to happen. And it was a really big one where like 400,000 people died. And I was in my childhood house that I grew up in, and my parents were at my brother's house, and I just had this feeling, and I was walking around my house, like, feeling like something, something's happening. And I remember calling my mom, I'm like, are you feeling anything? And she was like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know, are you getting any hints? And I didn't want to tell her what I was feeling, because I didn't want to freak her out. But I'm like, are you kind of feeling anything might happen on the planet? Like, a lot of people might leave really soon. Mm. Um, I didn't say that, because I was a little bit worried, but, I, like, we've always had that that communication where I was just like, are you feeling this? Are you feeling that? And I know growing up, my mom had also been shutting it off, but not shutting it off and asking, just be like, I don't want to hear it. Or if I'm getting the message, I'm not going to tell anybody about it. I'm going to keep it to myself. Yeah. I mean, that reminds me of a time I was uh, with one of my, my yoga brothers uh, that I did yoga teacher training with, and we were in Philadelphia together. And all of a sudden we were sitting in this restaurant and I got like crazy anxiety. And I started realizing that I would get anxiety, but it wouldn't be mine. Like I would Mm -hmm. feel these feelings and things um, and it wouldn't be mine. And it's also hard as an empath, I think to feel, you just feel so deeply. And you know, maybe someone is saying I'm fine or I'm okay, but you can feel that they're not. And that that's hard for me too, is to not try to help, you know? Mm Yeah, there is a definitely a, a, a balance, right? And, and a permission. We can't just say, hey, I'm getting this hit. Let me tell you about it. Because maybe they're not, they're not ready for it. I love you that know? you said permission because as an energy worker, I really, I mean, that's some of the first things that I started channeling from Archangel Michael when I really wanted to connect with that energy to, you know, it was to always ask permission just because, you know, we have free will and, freedom to choose and so i think that that's huge to ask always ask for permission i love that you said that yeah it's very important um because of that right because of that free will and i mean the people that i work with i i suggest you know when you you wake up in the morning just say hey spirit team i'm inviting you in 
right? Mm -hmm. Because they're there. They're with us hanging out on the sidelines. And when we invite them in, they're there. But they're not just going to jump in because we have free will. But if we just start off the day giving them permission to help us out, then we don't have to think about it, right? You don't find yourself being in that position of, oh, shit, I need a little bit of help because my team's already here. And we'll, like, it's a practice, like everything, and then really yeah. believing it. Um, for me, I've tried to um, really be mindful because there have been times I'll be talking with someone. I'm like, oh, like I'm like, I want to say something. And there are times that yeah. I do say stuff, and it's just like they're not ready to hear it. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. shit. And not like scary things, but just like things. So now I've been trying to be more present that if I am talking with someone and I get a little hit, like, can I can I share something? You know, like put it out there in a way, not just be like, hey, this is what I'm getting. But maybe you want to know this. Maybe you don't want to know it. Like I remember a long time ago, not that long, but maybe like five, six years ago, I um, was hanging out with a friend. I'm not going to name him because I don't want to. I just don't want to. <laughs> but I was right. hanging out with a friend, very <laughs> intuitive, and we were talking about um, – he was actually giving me a card read. And in the card read, uh, a woman I was dating at the time, a, a thing, like, it came up, and it was just like, this is perfect for right now, but it's never going to turn into anything. And I'm like, well, I didn't want to know that. Because mm. that now put me in the place that it's not going to turn into anything. So then a couple of weeks later, I saw him again. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm doing anything with that person anymore because why even bother? Because it's not going to work out. And um, yeah. I'm like, you're not allowed to tell me anything else ever again <laughs> about about women or partnership. I don't want to know. Yeah. It, 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 you know, it put me into the space of like, well, why even, wh why, you know, but there were lessons that needed to be learned. And, you know, I did step away from that relationship for a little while, like maybe three weeks. And I went back and I'm like, there's something that I'm supposed to be learning here mm -hmm. i just didn't want to know the end goal right before before yeah. it was time and that also made me realize that we all have right permission that if we're working with anyone if we're doing a card read you're getting a card read and you you are allowed to say i don't want to know about this i don't want to know about this right like i would like this yeah. but i don't want to know about this <laughs> absolutely and i mean um for me, when I'm doing a card read, I'm reading the energy of now. And I think that I don't read futures. I, I try not to, at least. I just mm -hmm. read the energy of now. And then it's also, for me, more of the blocks that are standing in the person's way. And then the, that person is going to make whatever choices that's, that is going to dictate their future, not me. It's almost like your friend gave you that little bit of information and so it you changed your energy on it and decided to walk away for three weeks or whatever and then go back. But yeah, I mean, I always, I steer clear of people that are like, you're going to marry this person then this day and I don't know. I just, because I think that we are, you know, we're spiritual beings having a human experience but we have free will to choose in every given moment that can shift the path, so... And that's the beauty of it, right? I, yeah. I wish I remembered who said it, but I was listening to a podcast probably right around like the beginning of the pandemic. And <laughs> I think it was a Jessa Reed show. And she was saying that every the energy is so quick right now. I think it was her or maybe a paranormal Karen, somebody out there that I was listening to. They're like, the energy is moving so quickly that even if you are, like – have a card reader you have something and they say this is what's going to happen in the future the energy is moving so quickly that it's going to change like right yeah. now this is what it looks like but in eight minutes it may change because the energy is just moving so quick that it really doesn't matter so it's more of like taking all of these things as a little as guideposts right like little little signs or synchronicities that might say maybe you should go this way or maybe you should go this way or you know some kind of insight but none of it is this real like this is it right this is what mm -hmm. the card said um yeah we are very we are powerful creators and i i know you asked me about leaving the matrix and i feel like it's a good segue uh i was with a company in the, and i say the matrix because it's like corp corporate the corporate world if you will um, I've always worked in both. I think maybe it's because I'm a Capricorn, the sea goat. I like both worlds. I like to be maybe because I'm a shaman and I like to be in all the worlds. But I left a job 
that I really enjoyed uh, for more money. I had a grass is greener, shiny object syndrome came in and I left this company and people that I loved working with to work for this company. And I knew intuitively when I was interviewing that it just felt like a lot, like they were going to ask a lot of me and, and take a lot of my energy. And I still decided to work for this company and I lost. So I went to Salem for Halloween and I felt like I went through a portal going there and I came back and I learned about the witch trials there and the spectral evidence how basically these women and men were accused of things without any factual evidence and I literally came back and got fired from my job uh, because they said that I falsified a time card which I did not do and I asked for evidence and uh, I didn't get that evidence so I was joking with my boyfriend I'm like they fired me for spectral evidence like I literally came back from Salem and this happened and um, you know I I left the company obviously they I didn't really get a choice it's like I felt like I got completely pushed out of the matrix and I'm the kind of person my Capricorn Sun Virgo moon I'm like I got like three jobs lined up you know what I'm saying and I know I, I wanted to leave that job because it was sucking the life out of me, literally. Like, I had anxiety every day. I couldn't sleep. And I never let jobs do that to me. Mm -hmm. I had a really good work-life balance at this at the other company I was at. But, yeah, I feel like I also manifested this exit because I was just so – I just really – my soul was very unhappy. Like I would sit down at my desk over there and literally be like, "Ugh!" like just right away. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. So they fired me. I still didn't get a clear reason. And you know, I just signed a severance. I've never, I've never been fired and signed a severance. Just saying. Uh -huh. Um, so yeah, I did that. And two weeks ago, yeah, yesterday it's been, and I, have always I think wanted to do my healing work full-time but I've been afraid just because of my Capricorn structure uh -huh. um, and it's scary because you know bills and things uh -huh. but I keep uh -huh. trusting and it, it also forced me so I was a customer success manager in my last job and I was very much in my masculine energy of go 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 sell 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 push 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 and as soon as I lost this job, like spirit was like, get into your divine feminine right mm -hmm. now, which means flowing, allowing, being present. And ironically or not, right, everything is divinely timed. I am completing a almost two year shamanic rose priestess mentorship and I'll be ordained very soon. Mm -hmm. And I had a call with Elaine, my teacher, and I said, well, cause she was in her masculine 13 years ago, high, high profile marketing uh, executive. And I said that I got kicked out of the matrix. What do I do? And it's like, I, I keep meditating and I keep getting the message to just sit and allow. And then like, I will sit and allow and do nothing, Joe, literally. And I'll open up my phone and like two people want Reiki or three people want me to be their spiritual mentor. And I'm like, I know, I don't know if we can curse on here. I'm like, yep, wow. You totally can. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> Am I ready for this? Am I good enough for this? Like, is it going to be enough? And th these are just all human things mm -hmm. that are happening to me and I'm also I'm a hustler so I'm like I don't like not working it's very hard for me to not be productive just because I've always been that way so very interesting November November 1st came back from Salem November 2nd kicked out of the matrix here I am talking to you and <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing I'm applying for some waitressing jobs because I'm like I want some sort of cash flow Sure. And yeah. then also just trying to rely on God and source, which is like I'm doing this uh, uh, abundance meditation every day. And it's like God is my source. God is my source. Money isn't the source. God is mm -hmm. the source. So I'm really putting my trust in. And yeah, I don't know. My shamanic mentor, Elaine, she says, you're right where you need to be. You just 
do nothing. I'm like, how do I do nothing and make money? Like what? <laughs> well, right. It is a, it, a, a, another art, right? Like that is the art of letting go. And it's so hard because especially when we're hustlers and we're like, all right, I've got to get out there. I got to, like, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. But I've noticed the same thing, right? Like the universe says, seriously, stop it, Joe. And when I yeah. can actually stop, which is so hard, right? Because it's like we're pushing and we're pushing and we're pushing and we're pushing. But then when we actually let go and release and allow, then the things start flowing in. And it's the mm -hmm. idea of chasing versus allowing, right? We have to do the work, obviously, but we can't be chasing because then it's like we're in scarcity. So then when we're in scarcity, you don't want to get chased, right? Like if somebody's chasing, no. you don't want to get chased. Same for like everything that we're trying to create. So it's like, how can we just, this is it. This is what I'm doing. I might not even know what I'm doing, but I'm going to put my hands up and be like, all right, yeah. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> and literally. literally. And just. And, and be, right? And, and allow mm -hmm. um, and be open. Because like you said, when you were able to do that, right? You're getting these, oh, look, here's somebody else that wants this. Here's somebody else that wants that. Wants that. And it's, can, can we stay open and allow? If I can share some things I would share with, uh, you know, any of my manifestation clients would be, I've been giving everybody this assignment and it's so fun. <laughs> Take one page and write down what your perfect day would look like. Like from the time you wake up in the morning until you go to bed, right? Like. Are you having coffee or tea in the morning? Where are you having that coffee and tea, right? Are you having that coffee or tea with somebody? And then what happens? Are you going for a walk? Are you going to work? Are you going to heal somebody? You know, like literally just one page. And I've been telling people, <laughs> do it. Do this for everybody listening. Do this one day a week and really drop into it. And it's like you start getting excited. It's like, yeah, this is what I want my day to look like. This is how I want it to flow. And then it starts helping our brain actually see the things that we want because mm -hmm. we're actually saying, hey, this is what I want. This is how good it would feel, right? Knowing yeah. knowing what it wants. So in that space, so even though you're in this space of letting go and allowing, right? Maybe it's a letting go and allowing of the physical, but dropping into what does Lindsay's new matrix look like, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, and, and, absolutely. And, and sitting into it, daydreaming about it and another thing that i share with with the people that i work with is so many people struggle with the word uh, meditation i can't meditate i can't quiet my mind you know all yeah. that stuff but what if we just daydream you're just freaking daydreaming right we're not mm -hmm. trying to achieve spiritual enlightenment we're literally just daydreaming about the life that we're creating and mm -hmm. we start feeling good about it and then all of a sudden it makes it a little easier for us to roll our shoulders back and down and just kind of like no okay I, I put I put the message out to the universe that this is what I'm creating. Now let now let's let it roll in. Yeah, so. I mean, I feel like I've asked for this. You know, I manifested my partner. Um, he's a healer as well. He can do sound healing and all the things. And we both have big dreams. And I manifested that. And it, and I feel like I also manifested my exit out of the ma matrix right now. Mm -hmm. um, and it's 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 scary but it's like every time i like i said every time i sit and meditate i feel this overwhelming sense of calm and these messages that come in that say you asked for this you asked for this and i'm like i did ask for this so now now it's like i'm in the no thing right the nothing the, the uh -huh. darkness and yeah. for me the darkness used to scare the shit out of me but now it's like well now i can create anything i want mm -hmm. out of no out of no thing um, but I love that meta, uh, manifestation practice. I've been, you know, studying the law of attraction, Abraham Hicks for a long time. And, mm -hmm. and I love that you tell your clients to feel what your favorite day feels like, feel it. Because once you start feeling it and cultivating that vibration, that inner frequency, then it starts, whoops, hitting my microphone. <laughs> then it starts to emanate out and then you do create your reality. So Especially for me, I have to be very mindful of if I'm going into a dark place, I need to I need to honor myself mm -hmm. and stay there maybe a little bit. But then I have to get out of that because I read destiny cards as well. So I'm the card of fate. <laughs> so it's uh -huh. like I just completely create my reality. So and we all do. Once you tap into that inner power, then you right. start to be really mindful of what you're manifesting and what you're creating. 
and it's it's really and I, and we keep using the word manifesting because that's what it what it is but it and i hate saying oh you're manifesting the shit into your life right well, but same yeah. right exactly <laughs> and i like yeah. i hate to say it like it's not like you're manifesting disease into your life but if you're always yeah. worrying about something right you know yeah like worry is that the misuse of our imagination the worst thing we can possibly do because our brain doesn't know what's real or make believe. So if we're worrying about worst case scenario, our brain is going to show us worst case scenario. But if we can be like, what's the best that can happen on this journey? What am I learning? Right? It opens us up to keep to keep flowing. But we you know, the words that come out of our mouth, I have a very similar story. I got a, a, a I worked in information technology. I went from a really Oh, you were in IT as well? Yeah, yeah. I, I was in telematics. Tell telematics. I'm so futuristic. Um, right. <laughs> I had a wonderful, like, cushy, great job. Like it was, it was great. I was making enough money. I went in at seven, and I was, I left at three. It was awesome, best job. And then I got a, an offer to go to a small software company, getting all of the money. And I just looked at all, all of the, the money, all of it, all of the See, money. It's that damn money. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I want all of the Shiny money. Shiny things. Right? Right? More yeah. money than I ever made in my life. So I left the Same, cushy job. Literally. Went to this other job thinking it was going to be great. And oh my God, it was hell. Hell. I would call my literally best friend every worst. day and be like, I don't know what's going to happen. I might punch everybody in the face tomorrow. <laughs> literally same. Like when I finally like lost that job, my boyfriend was like, I couldn't, I felt bad because like I could tell it was draining your soul. But wow, how long were you at small? I was only there for six months. Were oh, I was only there for, th for uh, three and a half months. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow, we have but, the same story. Yeah, very, very much. So the interesting thing, so when I went from the one company to the other, because you know, I worked in IT, as soon as I put my two weeks in, they were like, you can go home now. But I was still, you know, getting my two weeks but once you're in IT and you have that access, they're like, yeah, you're just a security risk. So you'll yeah. get paid for your two weeks. And I had, you know, I knew I had my vacation, right? So I knew I was like mm -hmm. I had a month worth, worth of pay. So I wasn't starting the new job until right after Thanksgiving. So I literally had a month off. And in that month off, oh, life was freaking awesome. And I, I remember <laughs> I was like creating and I was in this space of just like, living and doing and being without yeah. like oh, i have to get up Your or I have to do anything yeah and it was amazing and then i start this job thinking that the job is going to be amazing because of the paycheck and ah oh, right because of was, the money it was hell absolute hell man and, i can totally relate and then i, quit. I don't even care if anybody from that company is listening that place is fucking evil straight <laughs> up <laughs> they all straight they, up they all usually are. So I left and I moved into <laughs> like into this world, right? But I wasn't in in like this space. This was ten years ago, and I'm started taking pictures. And then in 2019, yeah. right? In 2019, here comes the same story. I'm like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to take your picture anymore. I'm done taking your picture. I can I can care less about taking your picture. I don't want to photograph you. And I like literally I was saying this. I was photographing a yoga festival that I didn't want to photograph. Ah, yoga festivals, because they're always like, come, we'll give you a ticket in exchange for photography. I'm like, but I can't take a class if I'm taking pictures. So you're giving me nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so but I wanted to go. A good friend was teaching and I'm like, it'll be fun to capture him teaching, you know, at a big festival. So literally that was like my intention of the only reason of saying yes. And as soon as I got there, I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. Right before the headlining musical act went on, my camera died. Yeah. Cause you're, yeah. Oh right? yeah. I, whole week. And I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Jai Utah is about to take the <laughs> stage. I go like this and I'm like my fucking camera broke. My camera is dead. So funny. Right. So but I had, a, like, you know, I had a backup camera and me and my mom. I'm a big mama's boy. I love my mama. So I call my mom. I'm like, well, my fucking camera broke. Yeah, she's like, you didn't want to be did, there. Did, so didn't you say like... you didn't want to do this anymore? And I'm like, oh, mom, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. And I was like, yeah. the universe was like, watch what you say. And then literally, you know, I was in my coaching training. So that was that was great. 
and I ended up getting a new camera because I needed a camera. But it's like the universe was like, I'm breaking your camera. And then 2020 happened, and the universe was like, now you're locked down. You're not taking anybody's picture. Like yeah. Even if you wanted to, you can't. So it was like the universe was just like, this is what you asked for, so here you go. Here you go. But it worked out literally perfect. You mm-hmm. know, like I couldn't have planned it this way. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh, fuck <laughs> as well along the way. The, the day that I got fired, my mouse stopped working. Like my mm. computer mouse. And I was like, <laughs> shit. And I ran out and bought a new one <laughs> and then got fired like the middle of the day and was like, great. But you know what? It's, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just trying to trust right now and it's get out of my comfort zone. So I actually had my friend, she's like my go-to card reader. Mm. And my north node is in Pisces. So, and my rising is Pisces. I'm very like, woo, you know? Same, same, same. You are too? (laughs) I'm a Pisces rising. And then I think I want to say Aquarius, everything else. But I'm actually Oh man, my boyfriend's an Aquarius. And he's, I tell him like, thank God, like you're my heir. Because I could be really earthy and watery. And he's like, ah, you know? But uh, yeah, so uh. I forget what I was saying. What was I saying? Oh, my North Node. Hey, yeah. I'm back. What's up? <laughs> um, yeah, so she was saying, like, you know, it's it's time soon to be your full-time shamanic self. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And God was like, you, I went to Salem, boo, through the portal, came home, spectral evidence. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> like ready. God, I didn't think I was ready. But God, I guess, thinks I'm ready, even though it's like, I can't see how I'm going to pay my bills right now beyond December. Mm-hmm. But And I'm like, what's happening? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and that's, you know, that, that's the, that trust and having the faith and be like, no, this is what I'm doing. And really owning it. And when we can own it and be like, this is why I'm on this spinning rock. So if I, this is what I'm supposed to do. Then I'm also going to be supported. But we really have to believe it. And when we yeah. can really believe it, that's when it really happens. But yeah. there, like little doubt, like, oh, I can't, you know, that throws us back so much. And we're human. We're going to have these these thoughts. But we really need to stay in that. I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. I'm going to make yeah. this shit happen. Right. It's, and it's like, like the more that we lean into fear, too. So I was, you know, I was in a very abusive relationship last year and after that happened it like catapulted me into my ascension path and that's when i started podcasting because i felt like my voice was trying to be silenced by this person i allowed it i allowed it i don't like i don't fucking play into the victim mentality Uh i allowed it but i kept getting this uh the conduit that word came to me a couple years ago because I'm like, what do I call myself? Well, I don't believe I'm not healing you. I'm holding space for you to heal yourself. And I'm just Mm -hmm. a channel. And so the conduit came to me a long time ago. And then I started, I was so terrified to get on a podcast. I was like, what are people going to think? Am I going to ask the right questions? How am I going to sound? What's going to happen? And God just said, do this. You have to do this. I don't even know why I'm doing it. I'm still, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm still doing it, even though like life is hard and it's not, hasn't been very consistent the last like month or so. But yeah, it's like, I was so scared to do that. And then like, it's turned into a beautiful experience. You know, the conduit has... I've had Tatva Tuesday this whole year, and I've just interviewed different people about their, it's kind of like what we're doing right now, like uh-huh. their spiritual journey, how they found God, their offerings, and that sort of thing. And I, it's like I'm putting money out for it too, like paying for RSS and Spotify and all the things. And I'm like, why am I like buying microphones and ring lights? And I'm like, uh-huh. why am I doing this? I don't know. I don't know yet what that's going to turn into, if anything. I did it because I wanted to, I wanted to share God with everybody and mm. I still am being dr- pushed to do it. And here I am on your podcast and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but it's like, yeah, leaning but into you, that fear. Mm-hmm, but you're doing it. And I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love that, that you went down this way because, you know, a lot of, and I'm very thankful for this and I'm putting together a little like course on how to help your, how to let yourself be seen. Right. Mm -hmm. From going on social media to having 
having a podcast or whatever way you want to get yourself out into the world, right? Because we all have these stories. And people reach out and they're like, Joe, I want to start a podcast. And I'm like, okay, do you really? Right? Like, it's not, yeah. it's not hard, but it's also not the easiest thing. So I would love to, to chat a little bit about that just for the yeah, people sure. that are listening that are like, I want to start a podcast. Lindsay, has it been easy? Um, <laughs> no, I, like I said, I, the, the night before I had my first guest, I could not sleep. I was mm -hmm. like, what am I doing? This is so crazy. What the F, you know? Um, and then, yeah, learning the, the technicality the tech part of it. But I will say that I don't edit my podcast at all. It's mm -hmm. been completely raw, which uh -huh. has been part of, I think, the success of it just because it's just been so raw and uh yeah no it hasn't been easy it wasn't easy but n now it feels like wow this is what i need to be doing right now even though it's not it's not bringing me any money but that's not why i did it you know i still don't know why i'm doing it i'm paying for it i'm not technically employed so <laughs> it's a good time right right <laughs> yeah. but it is it's like if we and i think you know we all have something to share there's something inside of us and if we can find that outlet to put it out into the world you know maybe it's just a blog maybe it's just a facebook post every day you know with some kind of inspiring words or something something but to mm -hmm. do it and to be consistent right to really be consistent and that's i think the thing that people don't understand like i just put out a I didn't actually share it yet, but I just recorded a video for TikTok because I put a video out a couple of weeks ago about Nikola Tesla's 369 manifestation method. And all of these things are, they're literally just ways to program your, your, your brain. Yeah. To program, you know, and it's fun to say, oh, this is a Nikola Tesla 369 method, right? Who knows if Nikola Tesla came up with this bullshit, right? But it's a way to program your brain, so why not do it? So somebody commented and was like, this is bullshit. I tried it for 10 days and it didn't work. <laughs> What is the 369? So oh, I'll tell you in one second. But first, let's pick on this person. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I say that with love. But it's like that expectation. Oh, I did this for 10 days and it didn't work, so this is bullshit. Instant or, gratification shit. Right. Or I recorded a podcast and nobody listened. Well, of course. Is it your first podcast? Nobody's going to listen to it. I'm sorry, people. Nobody yeah, listened I'm, to my first episode. I'm happy when there's like 30 views. I'm like chef's kiss right <laughs> exactly yeah i don't and care like keeping that mindset and i heard this a long time ago um aubrey marcus who has a great podcast um, i love him so might just much be the aubrey, Mar aubrey marcus show but he had somebody on and they were talking about the podcast and aubrey was like you know there was a time i was in this what was me like can you believe i'm only ge only getting fifty thousand downloads an episode right and his friend was like, do you understand how much of a baby you're being right now? And he was like, Joe Rogan's getting like a million. And he was like, first off, you're not Joe Rogan. Second, if you were standing in the middle of Madison Square Garden and there were 50,000 people there, would you be happy? And he was like, hell yeah. He was like, so why aren't you happy right now with 50,000 people? So it's yeah. that same thing, right? When you're starting, would you be happy if 10 people showed up to hear you talk? Fuck yeah. Would you yeah. be happy if 20 people showed up to hear you talk? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you can keep that mentality, right, then it's like, shit, what's the difference if they're showing up in real life or they're just hitting play on their phone? Right. The more consistent I am, the more they're going to keep coming back and more people are going to keep coming back. And if we can keep our silly monkey mind in the space of shit, it's great if five people show up to hear me speak. I should be happy if they show up on my podcast, too. Right. And eventually we'll, we'll, we'll grow. But thinking like. Like I just and it, it it could be one of those here's a humble brag, right? I just hit twenty thousand downloads of the whole show. And it's the whole show, right? Again, there are people that are doing <laughs> this in one episode, right? This is a year and a half of work. But it's still, you know, that's a big number for me. And to mm -hmm. be in that space, I'm like shit, like this is I'm not making a dime from this either. You know, yeah, like, I'm, no. I'm not getting any money for this, but I love talking with people and sharing, you know, and every Me once too. in a while, someone does reach out and say, hey, Joe, I know you're a coach. I listen to your podcast. I want to work with you. Right. Yeah. So that's a bonus. But it's not like there's any any sponsors, any ad I'm running. It's from a damn self. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> right? I feel like, come, that. come work with me. So it's like when I when people reach out, I'm like, oh, God, it, it's so 
we get so much from it, but it's not easy, you know? No. And it's, I love the way you're doing it. Fuck the edits, <laughs> right? Just talk to people, be raw, like be it. real, and put yeah. it out there. So if you are exactly. listening, it's hard work, right? Like, it's really hard work, especially, like, what kind of microphone should I get? What kind of headphones oh, yeah. should I get? <laughs> All of this. And everybody, when I, when so if you're going to ask, I'm going to literally tell you this. Record onto your phone. Use your phone. Literally just use your phone until you have a couple episodes to see if you actually like it before you go buy microphones and headphones. And then you're like, I recorded four episodes. Nobody listened, obviously, because it's only four episodes. And I hate it, right? So why do yeah. that? Like start small. Baby steps. Anyway, that was a whole little tangent there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to reel us, reel us back in. But I just <laughs> I really wanted to share that with everybody because it, it's like, how long have you been doing your podcast? A, a year? I started, actually, my friend Lauren asked me to be a co-host with her. We were reading um, The Journey to the Heart, mm -hmm. and we were reflecting on that. And then this idea for my podcast came through, and I just started it um, early this year. Early this year. So about it's a year, like, except I have baby. to say, it's a baby. And I have to say that. It hasn't been completely consistent with every Tuesday because life life happens. And then, like I said, that soul-sucking job, it made me like, I don't even want to fucking do the podcast. I don't even want to do yoga because it just sucked my soul, you know? Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's been worth it to have these beautiful conversations. And then randomly people will message me, like you said, and, oh, like a friend of a friend will message me and say, like, oh, I listened to your friend's podcast and – it helped me with this or I listened to a couple episodes of your podcast and it helped me with that. And to me, that's I'm successful. If someone li if one per that's what yeah. I say, I don't need fame or any of that shit. Um, but if one person gets helped from the work that I do, then I'm fulfilling my dharma. Right. Exactly. And 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 everybody needs to needs to recognize that right we, we, <laughs> yeah. we, we live in this like we literally are in this new economy where it is how mm -hmm. much value can you give people yeah give them right and the more value we can give people the more those people are going to keep showing up for us right and eventually sure they might just listen to the podcast and then eventually they might download that free you know ebook or something else that we're giving away and then eventually they might reach out and say hey i want to do coaching or I want to come to a workshop. But it all starts mm -hmm. from us just like this. This is so great because it's such a big part of yoga. And I think people forget about it. The selfless service. Right. Seva. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right? Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, a podcast can really be Seva. Why can't it? You know, again, we're just Why doing not? it, you know, Absolutely. to hopefully inspire. And if everybody out there is listening, if you have a business and you want to have a podcast, obviously, to promote your business, you should be going in with that idea of this is just my self selfless service that's coming from my business to help the world not how much Definitely. money am i going to get from this all right the yeah. money will come but you got to keep keep doing it um yeah like i just went live on facebook for the first time ever the other day like just to put myself out there and a woman that i knew from baltimore reached out and said you talked about messages and spirit guides how do I connect with my spirit guides? And it's like, I was so scared and nervous to make that Facebook live. Like, what are you going to think? Blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, if you answer the call, the intuition, even if you're a little bit afraid, things just start to happen. So mm -hmm. it's, yeah, putting yourself out there and yeah. just going towards your passion and your joy because I think that's what God is, is love and and wants us to be joyfully happy and blissful and, and living our best lives. Exactly, 100%. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so we've been jumping all over the place and we're going to keep jumping. So yeah. I had this, this idea at the beginning of our, our, uh, our pre chat chat, and then we're going to pull some Oracle cards because both Lindsay and I pull, pull cards. And then said, I'm going to pull a divine feminine. And I said, Oh shit, I'm going to grab <laughs> a divine masculine deck that I have that I have not touched in a really, really long time. Like this is the, the first deck that I ever bought on my own. Um, so, and I love it, but there's just like, you know, something also about it that I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to put you away until the right time. And now here we are. So. Hello. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so, uh, our intention with our divine feminine and masculine cards that we're pulling is just a little bit of, uh, 
knowledge, wisdom, insight for the upcoming year. How's that sound? I like it. I'm just uh, shuffling right now. And <laughs> uh, should we each pull one card? Yeah, usually. Do you so? What's your style? Do you let them jump out, or I? It depends. Sometimes I just it tells me when, and other times they jump out. Right. Well, some I tend to um, also over the uh, the pandemic. I forget the the card reader I was watching, but she shuffled like an animal. Like it was so fast. So I yeah. started shuffling really fast just because it was fun. It became like a little um, like nervous thing I would do in tw in 2020. You know, I'd be sitting around. I would just, was weird. And I would just shuffle <laughs> my deck and it would like make me feel, feel calm. But anyway, so I sometimes pull a random number. Sometimes I just let it jump out. But if nothing's okay. jumping out after that I got that two. Long, I got two for us. All right. Then I Two jumped out. Ooh, these are cool. All very, right. very cool. I got, I, got two. I got two as well. I don't want to look at mine yet. Let's, oh. let's each pull one first. So you go first. Okay, so the first one is Brigid, the goddess of the eternal flame. And I've never pulled this one in this deck before. This is the Divine Feminine Oracle Guidebook by Megan Watterson. The artwork is like super, super, super beautiful. Ah, very nice. So let's see what this message from Bridget is. She is the goddess of the eternal flame. Let's see. So this describes who she is. I don't have to read all that. Let's just yeah, read this. Do you have a message for us? Yes. Yeah, so... There's that moment when you're making your way through the dark and suddenly, after what feels like days or months or even years, a ray of light comes through to you. A lightning happens. Each step isn't quite as hard to make as the one before, and you feel a great shift begin as if now you're headed towards something new, something even brighter. Bridget is the essence of that first flame, that first ray of light. Bridget reminds us that the darkness never lasts. Bridget's eternal flame represents the truth that the light never leaves us and can never be extinguished. It simply gets obscured or blocked from us. She reminds us that every day is actually filled with light. There are many days and times in our lives when we endure thick cloud cover, when that flame that exists within us is blocked by pain or confusion. Bridget is the sweet sound that reaches us in the dark and reminds us that we have never been on this journey alone. Bridget is our sign that the dawn is here because we have made it through the dark winter. We can lift our head. The healing has happened, and now each day is bound to be brighter. And the soul voice meditation is what allows me to feel light more often every day. Oh. And the intent is I am an eternal flame, and each day my light grows brighter. I love that. Because winter kind of sucks, you right, know? Right? Yeah. But each day, it's 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 growing brighter and brighter. That's yes. good. That's good stuff. So I got um, the first card over here is Cernosis, shapeshifter. Oh. Shapeshifter. So this is really kind of a, st a scary card. Oh, Carnunos. Carnunos. There we go. Yes. He's been showing up a lot for me lately. Shape-shifting. Okay. <laughs> right? And this is so great. Transition and changes are flowing through you. Yes. Relax and know <laughs> you have the power to be what you want to be. Whoa. Relax, See? Relax and know. How about that? I mean, that is just amazing. This is that a is huge... Amazing huge huge thing and this just describes describes him but yeah we're shape-shifting right what are we shifting mm -hmm. into for 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 um the light right coming into yeah. the light shifting into yeah. the best the best version of ourselves well, mm -hmm. let's see what the next two are i'm gonna go first oh this yeah go first okay <laughs> um i don't know how to pronounce this ull -L, yule let me see. Maybe. Oh. Oh. Yo. Uh, oh, maybe. Focus. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember this card, but we got to focus, right? So we're, we're rising through the light. We are shape-shifting, right? We're shape-shifting into that, 
that version of ourselves by relaxing, by relaxing and letting go. And then there's, we got a little focus message coming through for uh, 2023, if I can find my page. I apologize, everybody. I'm, I'm struggling with my page numbers. <laughs> page 134, 134. All right. So our message from Yule, focus, clear-mindedness, and focused intention are necess necessary for success right now. You need stamina for long-term protection. Okay. Stamina for long-term protection. Clear the mind and focus. Clear the mind and focus. Shapeshift and relax into whatever it is. Ooh, what do you got? <laughs> uh, I have the high priestess. Oh, shit. What's She's the high priestess have for us? Look at her. Yeah. Enheduana. Uh, Enheduana. I don't know how to pronounce her name either, but <laughs> it says over 4,000 years ago, the high priestess Enheduana wrote in the exaltation of Inanna. Do you know that story of the goddess Inanna? All right, that's I, a whole other not. podcast. That's another podcast. <laughs> Most precious lady, beloved by An, your holy heart is great. And in the Sumerian temple hymns, whatever enters you is unequaled, whatever leaves endures. She is the limitless love and the inexhaustible power that moves through us when we merge with the soul. We each have a personal myth. We each have an Ishta Deva, a personal deity who inspires and compels us to bring heaven right here on earth by moving us with the fierce conviction that we are divinely led. And Hidwana encourages us to integrate our light and our dark to bring our unconscious aspects of self into consciousness. The high priestess is often described as the guardian of the unconscious. She is that aspect in all of us that holds the veil of awareness that separates us from our inner depths. And Hidwana is about merging the awareness of our soul and all the love and power it gives us with our individual personality or ego. What Swiss psychologist Carl Jung would call personality one and personality two. Enheduanna wants you to live and breathe your soul. She wants you to become so intimate with it that there is no longer any separation and there are no more excuses or apologies for how powerful you are. You are the high priestess. You are this eternal, right? There's Bridget. You yeah. are this eternal, she whispers. Your holy heart is legendary. Soul voice meditation. What allows me to experience the reality of my soul? Intention. I am one with my soul, and my soul is a legacy of love. So those are totally inter... inter all of these are totally interconnected. Right. Love and it. Uh, the beautiful balance of the divine masculine and the divine feminine there as yes. well, right? Yes. And the, the interesting thing with, with the masculine is that the focus, right, and shapeshift. What are we focusing on? What's the plan? What's that? The analytic. That's the do. Side, right. That's the do. Right. How are we going to do it? And yours are just. Is like, I am the light. I am the light. And I am this. As long I'm, as I I'm remember that. As long as I remember who I am as an eternal flame, a bright light and a high priestess. I am that. So that's so cool that yours were the yang. And this is definitely the yin energy and. Super, super cool. That's, that's, the way, that's the way it works, my friends. That's the way totally. it works. Totally. <laughs> so, Lindsay, thank you so much for uh, taking some time to hang out and chat about literally all, all, all of the things. <laughs> all of the things. I can't wait to see what, what your next steps are. Where can, uh, where can everybody find you? Yeah, so you can connect with me. I have a Facebook page. It's Lindsay Warwick Yoga and Healing. I also have a website. It's Linzala Yoga, L-I-N-Z-A-L-A yoga.com. And that's also my Instagram tag as well. So feel free to check out my website, my offerings. I offer different card readings, different shamanic uh, healing. I've been asked to do some spiritual mentorship. I don't know what that looks like yet. So I'm building that out as well. So just kind of leaning in and trusting on the way. So if you feel, you know, if you resonate with me or you want to just chat about life, hit me up. I have free time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. I will put all of yeah. the links to uh, your website and your socials and the show notes for everybody that's out there. Go give Lindsay a follow. 
thank you so much for your time for being here and everybody thank out you. there listening ah thank you <laughs> yeah you're awesome i love your energy and i'm so grateful because this is inspiring me today you know what i mean do my hair sweet yeah. you know what i'm saying Get i do up, i did do i did my things. hair today too <laughs> i see that i see that so I, no, I i'm really grateful this is like a dream honestly is i love podcasting so thank you you're welcome welcome thank you thank you for being here thank you to your old job for firing you so you could be here and um for everybody else out there right let go relax drop in focus at those intentions for what you want and i will see you all i don't know sometime really soon have a great day everybody